0: And what do I mean by well? Of course, I'm talking about a feeling of happiness, a general feeling of contentment, of not feeling overwhelmed and overly stressed, living a life that is well because we are focused on being intentional with the things we do, the commitments we say yes to, and where we position our hearts in the process. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, feeling stressed, pulled in every direction, constantly comparing yourself to other people? Lacking in confidence, all while driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day as you chug your second or third cup of coffee? Not to mention, you are the queen of long winded to do lists with an ambitious dream. If only you had more time in your day. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast, the podcast to encourage your heart and speak life to your dreams. I'm your host, Haley. Wife, mama, high school teacher, and encouragement blogger at Graceful and Free. For the last several years, I struggled to find a healthy work-life balance. I was overcommitted, refused to say no, and worked a lot. Sacrificing my sleep and my joy just to hustle harder, all while feeling extremely stressed and overwhelmed. Then I became a mom and I knew something had to give through embracing a positive mindset, I have found balance, established boundaries to protect my peace so that I can live every day as the best version of myself. Here to embrace an intentional life, believing that the ordinary can be the extraordinary, and to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Ready to have your best day as the best version of yourself? Well, friend, grab your iced coffee and let's get in. you are listening to episode 132 of the best day podcast. Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the best day podcast. It is Haley here. So excited to bring you today's episode. I hope you are doing wonderful. I hope you are feeling good. I hope you are ready to listen in as I share with you specific tips to help set yourself up for success In the beginning of the year, I have five tips that I am going to share with you throughout this episode that really are going to give you some suggestions on different things you can do within your day, within your week to implement in order to really set yourself up for some solid habits, some solid success points, all so that you can actually take action on the things that you are wanting to achieve. We've been talking a lot about goals. We've been talking a lot about helpful ways to really move with purpose this year, and I really wanted to make today's episode very specific with something that you can start doing instantly, something you could start doing immediately to really take all of these big dreams, big visions, big hopes, and aspirations, and put it into action, because I absolutely know that you can do it. And so my hope here is that you will hear some of these things and feel encouraged and excited to implement these little changes so that you can set yourself up for success right now at the start of the year and really carry that through all year long. And this type of content is some of my favorite things to talk about. Of course, I love... The intentional to do list. And I know you also love the intentional to do list too. But there is a reason the content on this podcast is very focused towards establishing solid foundations. The content here, working through creating goals and trying to find these helpful tips and tricks for you to walk fully as you, living as your best self as possible. And I especially love to give that type of content. At the start of the year, and I know if you listen to a lot of podcasts, right, the first episode of the year is always something geared towards 2024, vision, goals, action plan, do this this year. However, to be completely honest with you, for me and my brand, this is one of my favorite things to talk about, giving you encouragement, giving you motivation. I want you to feel empowered to live the life that you have always dreamed of living and sometimes that's not fancy. Sometimes that's just simply showing up in each moment as the best possible version of yourself, even if that is mediocre, even that if that is struggling, right? Just showing up as you because you owe the world that. And so that's what I'm here today to do, to encourage, to motivate. And it's interesting. This is something that I start every single semester off with and Just recently at the start of a new semester, I'm currently teaching freshmen and seniors and the freshman classes that I teach, it's an AP level class. So it's an AP human geography, so a college level class towards freshmen. And it's a really cool class. It's very challenging, but it can be a lot and it can definitely be intimidating. And so one of my favorite things to do was to take time at the beginning of this semester and have a conversation with my students. And really kind of talk to them about a fresh start and talk to them about, okay, let's think what happened last semester? What happened last year? What were things that went well? What were things that didn't go well? What caused you a lot of stress? What caused you a lot of frustration? And taking a moment to slow down, to reflect on, learn from, and then use those things as the foundation for moving forward. And I just think that is such a beautiful process and something that we can learn a lot from. But sometimes we just don't sit down to do. And so, yes, there is a lot of content here, especially at the start of the year on motivation and tips to implement how to live your life well. And I want to clarify something, because if you just started listening to the Best Day podcast, which I am so glad you are here. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning into these episodes. But I want to be clear, because... When I'm talking about our best day, when I'm talking about this, let's live our best life, I'm talking about a feeling of happiness. I'm talking about a general feeling of contentment, of not feeling overwhelmed and overly stressed. And even in the moments when we do feel overwhelmed and we do feel stressed, being able to take a moment to step away and to refocus and to reestablish our gaze on the most important things that matter. In order to really live a life that is well, because we are focused on being intentional with the things that we do and the commitments that we say yes to and where we position our hearts in the process. A life that is well, because we acknowledge when things are hard. We understand that we are worth it and that it's okay sometimes to simply show up as we need to be in that moment, extending all the grace in the world. A life that is free from perfection, free from unnecessary comparison, a life that is excited and enthusiastic for the little moments in each day, and a life that extends endless grace for when we fall short and none of those things happen. Now, that's big dreams, big goals, big ambitions over here, and that's what we are here for, but also real life and vulnerability and moments to just be super, super honest and share the real heart of it all, because that is also something that is so needed. I recently just shared a pretty vulnerable story over on my graceful and free Instagram account. That's my blog Instagram account, and it was really cool to see all the feedback of people who resonated with what I was saying, what I was feeling in regards to just feeling uncomfortable and lost in my own skin and my own body and It was just a powerful moment for me to realize that the world needs more vulnerable moments, more moments of authenticity, moments where people truly feel like they can connect. And so that is what this space is for, a place to connect so you know that you are never alone and that you are doing a wonderful and a great job just As you are. And I want to extend a quick little invitation. If you are struggling to keep that positive mindset as you work through your really busy parts of your day and you're feeling overwhelmed trying to be everything to everyone and just are wearing yourself down in that process, I want you to know that I know exactly how that feels. I know how frustrating that can be. I know the feeling of being burnt out and feeling pulled in every direction I know what it's like to struggle to maintain that positive mindset as you work through all the different components of your day. I was her and that version of me really struggled to find joy and couldn't rest in the little quiet moments of my day because I simply felt like I wasn't being enough. I want you to know that you do not have to feel that way and I invite you to explore what can happen when you swap the negative for the positive, to see exactly what happens as you move away from the insecurities, to feel more confident in the many different avenues of your life. And I would love to extend an invitation for you to book a coaching call with me as we work through my mindset coaching to really give you that clarity and that confidence to tackle the messy parts of your day and to allow you to feel really good about yourself in the process. So you can head to www.gracefulandfree.com/mindset-coaching. If you click that in, it'll take you there or you can just click the link in the show description as well when it says mindset coaching. So what I'm here to share with you today on this episode is a list of five things, five tips, five tips to set you up for success. Now, these things are going to last you all year long. And I will say that one of the really cool things about this list is actually each tip could in itself be its own episode, which is really fun because after I get done recording this, I'm going to go add that to my content calendar and be able to plan that out throughout the rest of the year for you. And so what I'm going to do in this episode is keep the tips short and sweet, plugging you in with a little insight into how each of these five things can be used to really help set you up for success. And then I am going to be sure to bring in specific episodes related to each tip throughout the year because I believe there is incredible value here. So five tips to set yourself up for success at the beginning of the year with the intention that doing these things now will pay dividends in the long run. And the first one might shock you. You ready? Tip number one, do away with your giant to-do list. Get rid of it. Your giant to-do list that you love to write, that brings you joy, that you use with your favorite pad of paper and your favorite pen, get rid of it. Rid of it. Get rid of the giant to do list that is hosting crazy and unrealistic expectations. Instead, focus on the essential things that need to get done. And really focus on how you view your day and how you view your week. And focus on the major things. You can do this as the top three. You can do this as the top two. I personally love focusing on the top three things, viewing my week. What are the top three big things that I want to focus my attention to? I like doing this within my day, within my school day when I know that, okay, so what's my planning period like? What do I know that I need to get done? And writing down just three things that need to be the focus points. Now, of course, are there other things that need to get done? Yes, there are. But A lot of these things have to get done regardless. A lot of these things are just things that need to get done. And so something that I am working on in my own personal life is just making those little things that have to get done a part of my everyday routine and my everyday process. I don't need to write down on a to-do list that, okay, in my classroom, I need to rewrite on the board. I need to make copies for this. I just know that's a part of getting tomorrow's lesson prepared. So instead, my major focus might be prep for, you know, fifth period world history and prepare the notes and have class materials ready. And that allows me to get very focused in on that one task and go all in and not feel overwhelmed by a crazy, crazy list of things that need to be done And I want to encourage you to try this out. And if it doesn't work, that's okay, but just try it out to see, especially if you are someone that is in a season of life where you are finding the time and the energy to pour everything out on paper in this perfect, crazy expectation rooted in comparison standards and not your own Of all the things that need to get done, right? Everything that needs to be clean to be perfect, everything that you need to do so that all your dreams can function perfectly, that idealized to-do list. And I want to challenge you to say, you know what? You're not even really getting those things done. So instead, focus on the top three things, focus on the top three priorities and start from there and see the difference that it makes, see how you feel instead at the end of the day. How do you feel? Do you feel accomplished? Do you feel like you didn't do enough? What is your heart feeling? What is your mind feeling? And just really challenge yourself with this. And so do away with the giant to-do list. Instead, focus on three major focuses. If you need to do four, if you need to do two, You could do this as here's the major week focuses and then each day I'm gonna focus on one specific thing in particular. Play around with it, but I challenge you. One of the best things you can do for yourself if you really want to set yourself up for success is go ahead and take a moment and find freedom from that to-do list and focus instead on the top three. And you'll realize that There's a different feeling when you don't get something accomplished because it's very easy to move one of the top threes and make it a next top three for the next week and just let it move with you throughout the next time period of work. But there's a whole lot of freedom and way more positive self-talk that can happen when you separate yourself from that list. And so that might challenge you, trust me. The first time I started to make this little tiny shift, it challenged me as well and made me feel totally uncomfortable, but I'm a big believer of diving head first or being pushed into the zone of discomfort because that is where we grow and that is where we become more solid in who we actually are. Okay, so that's tip number one. (laughs) I don't know if I should have started with that one. I maybe should have put that at the end because if you are a huge to-do list lover, which I have been there, right? You probably are like, no, don't make me do it. But just, just take a chance and see. And I would love to hear what you think about the difference that that makes. Okay, tip number two. This one will bring your sense of order on paper back. Okay, so stay with me here. Tip number two is to schedule at the beginning of the week your must dos and non negotiables. The very beginning of the week, so if you do this on the weekend, Monday, whenever it works best for you, pick a time that you know works well. Focus on what are the exact things that need to get done in the week and go ahead and determine when those things are happening at the beginning of the week. And I'll use this as one quick example. I am really, really focusing on at least in the next like six to eight weeks. One of my biggest focuses is on my physical health. And I have been off and on working out throughout the last eight, nine months or so. But beginning of January, I said, you know what? We have got to stick to this. We have to find some consistency so that your body can expect a consistent routine. And so what I'm doing is I am making a goal with myself to go to three one-hour workout classes a week. And you might be thinking, that's totally doable, Haley. (laughs) And it is. You're absolutely right. It just takes some creative thinking. It takes finding time, figuring out, do I want to do this before work? Do I want to do this after work? When is this going to fit into my day? And so what I'm doing is I'm sitting down on Sunday and I am looking at my planner and I am taking the workout app where I can schedule and book my classes. And I am looking at the week and I am writing down in my planner that I am going to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 5am. And I am scheduling me in the class. I am not deleting my cancellation right before the no cancellation window closes, and I am forcing myself out of the bed when the alarm goes off at four thirty to get ready and start my day this way. And a couple things here, because if you're thinking that's crazy, yes, you're right. It's crazy. And it is a huge challenge for myself right now. This is I am challenging myself and I'm feeling that challenge because when the morning wakes me up at that time, when the alarm goes off at four thirty, pretty much every single thought in my head is I want to forego the lost credit and stay in my wonderful comfort zone of my sleep. And that's what I want to do. But it's this crazy loud conversation in my brain of no, get up. You're not going to lose the credit. You're going to go work out. You are going to feel so much better for it. And you also would only realistically get one more hour of sleep anyways. So why not use this next hour to feel like your strongest self and to find a little bit more of you back? And so that's kind of what's going on with me. But the reason I'm trying to include this as my example is when I see that in my calendar and I'm looking at my planner each week, and I know that these are the days that I am going to go work out. These are the moments when I am going to have time for me where I'm going to be able to focus and pour into my health and my wellness and just give that to myself because I owe that to myself, it gives me clarity on the week. I know that this is when this is going to happen. You can also do this with family time. I will put in during the week when I know we as a family are going to spend quality time together, whether that's going out to our favorite Weekly dinner date as a family, or our favorite coffee shop date in the, for the weekend, right? I like to write these things down because I know this is time specific to moments where I am spending with my most favorite people. You can also do this if you have a lot of big work projects coming up, a lot of big commitments, of course, appointments, right? Appointments, meetings, all those things. Go ahead and write those dates down at the beginning of the week so you know before your week even starts what's going on. And This gives you a lot of clarity. It really allows you to see bigger picture over your week and to understand when things are going to happen and not feel as much of the stress of, oh my gosh, all the things everywhere. Instead, you can really look at things moment by moment day by day, and then of course, week by week. And so that's another challenge for you is to think through the major must-dos, the major focus points, the things that you really wanna get done each week, your non-negotiables, your time for yourself, your time with your family, when you're gonna spend time doing those things that your body and soul needs to thrive, the beginning of the week, set some time to decide when those things are gonna happen. And now I wanna say this real quickly before moving on to tip number three. It is okay if those things don't happen, all right? If I look at my planner right now for this past week, I had planned to go to four workout classes and on the fourth day, I did not go. I canceled early, so I didn't lose my credit, but I just had decided that at this point, I need to sleep in a little bit and it's okay. I just drew a line. I drew one solid line through that scheduled appointment in my planner and I know that, you know what? Okay, note to self, going forward next week, let's just stick with three classes because you wanted to do the fourth and well, you didn't do it. So learn from what you are doing. Also learn from what you're not doing and allow your planner to be this working tool to help you. All right, tip number three, go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. If you are really wanting to set yourself up for success and begin your year strong, shift your sleep cycle a bit. One of the things that I am focusing on, and I actually wrote this down in my planner currently as my intention, my weekly intention for the first couple of weeks of the year, my weekly focus for the first few weeks of the year has been to set the intention for the year. And what I meant by that to myself in my planner is I want to set my intention, What is that going to be? It's prioritizing my health. It's prioritizing my wellness. It's prioritizing doing the things that I need to do. And so that's what I'm declaring over myself in these first few weeks of the year is that we are setting the intention. So, what do I want my intention to be? What do I want my focus to be? Let me make sure my actions are aligning with that. And one of those things is to go to bed earlier. Because when you go to bed earlier, you're able to get better quality sleep. It also makes it so much easier to wake up earlier in the morning, especially if you are in a season where you feel like the only way to focus on quality time for yourself, which is important, or quality time working out is in the morning. This is the easiest way to get that to happen is going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. And so if you are really, truly wanting to set yourself up for success throughout the whole year, one of the best ways to do it is by prioritizing healthier sleep habits, and when you are simply more aware of it, that is a great place to start. Simply by becoming more aware of how much sleep you're actually getting, being aware of when you're going to bed, what time that is, what are you doing right before going to bed? Is it helping you fall asleep? Is it delaying your sleep? What are you you know, doing first thing in the morning? Just by being more aware of the little things that are happening prior to bedtime and right first thing in the morning, that is just going to give you more insight into being more successful in prioritizing healthier sleep habits. So that's just something else to consider is to say, hey, you know what? Am I really prioritizing my sleep? Could I be doing better? You know, what is one small step that I could take to help move in the direction of better sleep? All right, number four The fourth tip to be successful at the beginning of this year for the rest of the year to come is to get rid of excess stuff. It can be so hard to function with excess stuff and clutter. And whether that's paper clutter in your workspace, (laughs) my classroom, whether that's electronic files in your digital space, too many clothes in your closet, or just too many things constantly in your way as you move from your day to day. One of the best ways to set yourself up for success at the beginning of the year is to take the time to get rid of the unnecessary things. Allow yourself to just clean. Allow yourself to just shed off the excess and only focus on the things that truly matter. Think and ask yourself these questions. Do I really use this? Is this serving a real purpose in our home? Could someone else get better use of this than I currently am? Are there things that are broken, half used, or incomplete that are just lying around that could easily be thrown out? I'm thinking of all of the solo sock that are missing their partners that just sit in the different drawers of the different dressers in our home. And it's funny. There's like this crazy determined part of me that when I do laundry is like, one day I will find every matching pair. Why don't I just get rid of the ones that don't have partners? And then if we need more socks, buy more socks. That's going to make things a lot more neat and tidy. I also think of Tupperware. I think of my cabinet in my kitchen where there's just a whole bunch of mismatched Tupperware pots and there's some that don't have lids, some that don't have bottoms to it. Why are they all there? Let me find my complete sets and throw away the rest. Pens, things that don't really work, that are just taking up extra space and cluttering where we work, where we live, where we breathe. This is such a good way to set yourself up for success because if you haven't really opened the door of decluttering and simplifying, I will tell you it's addicting (laughs) when you start to go down this path of, wanting to be a little bit more minimalist, having more of a clear space to just be able to think better, be more creative, be more just open to new ideas and change, right? the When we can remove all the physical things that are surrounding us and have that open space, it really allows our mind, our bodies to just thrive and grow in that moment. And so if you haven't yet started that process, because it can be very overwhelming, it also does take time, but it's a really addicting process. And so if that is something that you are really wanting to focus your attention on this year, Uh, let me know because I am also focusing my attention on that and I would love to be an accountability partner for us both to help each other down that right path. So that's tip number four, getting rid of excess stuff. And then the fifth and final tip, number five, devote specific time each week as family time. This is time where you are fully engaged, fully connected and fully present without your phone, put your phone away, time where you are really soaking up sweet family time with the people that mean the most, because these are the moments that matter the most. And if we can focus on that, if we can cultivate a greater commitment to treasuring and soaking up the time spent with our family and with our people, with our community and allowing ourselves to be fully present in that moment, that in itself is a huge gift that not only are we giving ourselves, but we also are giving the people around us. And so this is a really great thing to do. Also, when you use your planner and you schedule out your week, schedule in time to spend time with family, having quality time here, and then being in that moment and being present in that moment and not being concerned about what else needs to get done or not being concerned about what, you know, is going on elsewhere, putting your phone away and just fully being connected and present in that moment. And that is an incredible way to set your year up for success as well, because it prioritizes the commitment of doing the actual thing that is the most important. So, we have five tips here for you to implement to set yourself up for success at the beginning of the year. And I'll quick little recap for you. Number one is to let go of the giant to-do list. Number two, schedule your must-dos and non-negotiables at the beginning of the week. Number three, prioritize sleep by going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. Number four, get rid of the excess stuff. And number five, devote specific time to family. And that is your set up for success for the whole year long, what you can do right now so you can really truly develop those, the successful foundation that you can live from throughout this year. And if there was something from today's episode that really resonated with you, something that you really want to connect more over, I would love for you to reach out over on Instagram at the best day podcast and join our conversations there In the messages. Those are bringing me a whole lot of joy. And I just wish you joy and peace and love and all the things as we continue to crank out the month of January and find that best day wherever we are. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I am so excited to bring you another episode next week on the podcast. Until then, friends, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive mindset, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, Your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friend.